Hey guys, today on the Arnie Diaz Show audio experience, first, a vignette that I made that is available on the Arnie Diaz Show YouTube page and on the Arnie Diaz Show Facebook page uh, that I made detailing some resources that any Dallas resident can use to help them through some of these tough times. And then we'll go right into the conversation with Drew. This week we talk UFOs. It's a crazy story, but it's not really conspiracy. It's from the halls of Congress. It's crazy. Uh, we also talk about Obama's speech during John Lewis's funeral. And then we wrap it up with a conversation about uh, the, an update on the Portland riots. Um, thank you for listening. And then I've also got coming up in the next week an interview with Seth Brammer, a food and beverage specialist that operates out of Dallas. I sat down with him and had a conversation about what he believes the future of the industry looks like and any ways that a restaurant coming up in this new world could actually function or make itself into a functional restaurant uh, through various ways. Um, it was a fantastic interview. Uh, I should have it up probably on Thursday. Thanks for listening, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Arnie Diaz Show. On today's show, help, and how you can get it if you're a Dallas resident. This show is brought to you by the slowly impending doom that we are all certainly feeling in this country. Also, time is a circle that keeps going faster, 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 and faster. That and more on the Arnie Diaz Show. First, an update, federal help. It's ending, at least a lot of it. So the $600 that is supposed to go to unemployment insurance is going to end on July 29th. The eviction memorandum is expiring as well. That's going to leave the possibility of eviction for over 12 million Americans, but it is not all negative. There is reports detailing that Trump and the GOP are open to another $1,200 stimulus check. And they are working on a new stimulus package that reports state will not be any larger than $1 trillion. So this last week, I found myself in a situation where I was facing a little bit of financial hardship, simply because I had been playing my finances very close to the chess the last two years, and I really picked the wrong year to have goals. However, I'm fine now, but during the time where I was a little worried, I researched organizations around Dallas that helped people with specifically rent and utilities. And doing this research, I actually ran into some really useful information that I think would be really important for a lot of you to know, especially if you are looking for some kind of help now. The first thing that I found was a document created by the North Dallas Shared Ministries. Now, this document is a 94-page document that is almost like a white pages for help from various organizations around Dallas County. It has organizations that will help you with rent, utilities, plus refugee services, immigration services, substance abuse help, and even shelters. This guide is called the Dallas Area Guide to Emergency Assistance. It will be linked in the description of anywhere you are either watching or listening to this podcast. You can also find it on the North Dallas Shared Ministries website, ndsm.org. This document is broken up by locations. It starts off by giving you a list of organizations that are there to help all of Dallas County residents. 
and then it funnels down into the various zip codes within Dallas County. On the left-hand side, you will see initials next to the organization. These initials are there to signify the type of help that this organization is there to provide. There is a legend on page 9, and it reads, F is for food, C is for clothing, R is for rent, U is for utilities, E is for educational programs, M is for medical or dental, EOS is for emergency overnight shelter, DVS is for domestic violence shelter, HP is for housing programs, SPA is for substance abuse programs, ILS, immigration and legal services, and RS for refugee services. This document is fantastic and it reads like a white pages for help in all of Dallas County. The North Dallas Shared Ministries is an intra-faith community of volunteers, partners, and collaborators providing charitable assistance to persons in need. This organization provides dental help, medical help, ELS classes as well, and housing assistance. Now, this organization does not cater to all of Dallas County. They only cater to certain zip codes. You can find those zip codes on their website. But the document that they have provided for people is an incredible source for anyone in Dallas County. If you need help, please look through it and find the help that you need. Another wonderful resource that I found was DallasEvictions2020.com. This is a website created by lawyers in Dallas to help all Dallas residents who are going through an eviction to understand their rights and not be taken advantage of. On the website, they state as part of their mission, we know that legal action can sometimes be overwhelming. We are dedicated to providing you help in language that you can understand. If you don't feel like you understand your options, just ask, and we will work to find an explanation that works for you. Mark Mellon, the attorney who founded the website, stated in an interview with The Shift, quote, These 60 lawyers are there to help you understand your rights and so that you are not being taken advantage of in this time of trouble. That website is again DallasEvictions2020.com. Another wonderful resource that is open to all Texas residents is 211. Simply dialing 211 on your phone will connect you with the repository of help that was compiled by the United Way and Texas Health and Human Services. And they will connect you with any kind of help that you may need, be it help with filling prescriptions to help with paying rent and utilities. We're all going through a really tough time right now. And there are some of us who are going through an even tougher time than others. It's important for us to understand that there is organizations out there in our own communities that are there to help. I hope that some of this information helps some of you, and I will continue to do my best to deliver this information in a timely manner. Thank you for watching. First, uno, dos, tres, that looks good. My man, why don't you give me a nice countdown? Check, baby, check. One, two, three. There we is, there we is, there we are. We is live again because the universe has sought fit to give me a lot of trouble in the last couple of days with technical difficulties. We have foregone with the captions. We will, we will be retiring those. They will be back at some point. <laughs> if I can figure out how to get this thing not to crash on me every like day. So today on Andy and Arnie, be live on Facebook. Hey. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about UFOs. Uh, these are not conspiracy theory UFOs. These are like straight up like on the halls of Congress. They talked about UFOs, dude. Like, why isn't anyone else freaking out like about the it real ones. as much as I am? Oh, my God. Uh, secondly, Obama dad spoke at John Lewis's funeral. 
Uh, we're going to see some of his remarks. I think they were absolutely great. I miss his presence. Drew, don't you miss just the presence? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the... UFOs. <laughs> but now that we're talking about Obama, like, I'm like, sorry. I do miss Obama a lot. <laughs> Thank you for that. That was fucking dope. Okay. Um, I then... miss his voice. Yeah, I miss his voice and his hand gesture. <laughs> yeah. you, you do the hand gesture too, right? Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, dude. I, he, he just like, he's just like a father to me. I don't know. I, grew I think up I just Obama, had deja vu. Did you just have deja vu? No, I just, no, but I can see our live stream and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we're going to talk about also um, an update on Portland. Things are looking good with the question mark there at the end, I think. You know, depending on whatever side of the aisle or whatever think you think about stuff that's happening in that area. Maybe good, maybe bad, maybe weird. I don't know. Um, but it's at uh, news. <laughs> news is happening. Uh, but first, we're going to start off with some fun stuff. Uh, some little bit, a little bit less serious stuff. Uh, there is a TV show that is being made about uh, the FBI investigation that currently is ongoing on Donald Trump. <laughs> and it stars Jeff Bridges as, as Comey, the FBI director. My man, Jeff Bridges. Man, don't you like you some fucking John Bridges, John Bridges, man? Yeah, dude, I love Jeff Bridges, dude. Like, uh, what did we say the last time? So I... Needed some good politics in my life. I watched yeah. all of West Wing in yeah. like a in like uh, three weeks of binge watching during quarantine. Yeah, dude. And I didn't know Newsroom existed as a TV show. Oh, dude, and after West Wing stopped, I was just like, I need me some more Aaron Sorkin TV show. Dude, Aaron Sorkin's so good. You're talking and about. I've, found, I've, I've watched every one of his movies. You know, like uh, yeah. that Molly Molly's Game is like really good. For and sure. then you know, of course, the Facebook movie, the uh, Steve Jobs movie, but. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited. Uh, you got me excited about this uh, project. It's on Showtime, so you know it's going to be at least somewhat good. I like Showtime because recently Showtime has been doing a lot of really forward political stuff lately. I don't know if you've if you've seen some of the things that they've done. No. Uh, they have done, yeah, they've done a lot of, they have this do ongoing documentary series about the current administration. And it, it's like, it's I think it's off right now. But when they when they adjust stuff, that was at the beginning of the pandemic. But they like did but during the pandemic or before the pandemic, they were doing an ongoing straight up documentary series about being in Congress. And they had they had like three or four like veteran journalists that were like embedded and like knew everybody. So they would get real interviews with people, and it was just done documentary style. But it was like like real time. Uh, it's a great series. Um, I should I should have the name of the series, but this is on Showtime. They have that show, uh, and then they recently uh, acquired those two comedians to do political commentary for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's Dom and Ree or something, uh, those guys. Um, and then they've also got like a treasure trove of just like really well done, put together um, documentaries about political stuff, uh, just of kind of all the broad spectrums of it. Um, so like, I'm actually encouraged by that uh, to see what kind of, cause this yeah. is, this is like straight up uh, history. This is, this is, this, I mean, like we don't like to think about uh, our current moment as being things that people will, will write about in history books, but this a hundred percent, there's going to be so much written about what's happening right now in history books. But this is like the first time that, and this is why I love this, this series. It's the first time that a real big budget, honest to God drama, not yeah. genre, kooky, cartoonish version of Trump is going to be shown. This is a God, good, God's honest, like Oscar, and yeah. obviously uh, winning performers and uh, people who are at like top of their craft in making shows like this are going to do a political commentary about the, the moment we are now. 
and they have Brendan Gleeson, that big dude with the with the weird eye patch who is that creepy yeah. teacher in the Harry Potter. He's going to be playing Donald Trump. Um, I'm just going to play this play this trailer because I, 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 it's just a good trailer and I'm just going to watch a little bit of it. I know some people in the bureau have it in for me, but I'm the president now. Why are there four guys with ties to Russia on one campaign? Nobody gets treated as unfairly as I do. I need loyalty. I have looked at this from every angle. They're all terrible. We're steaming towards an iceberg. Really looking forward to working with you. Let's take a picture. The Comey rule. So, like, some context to that. The Comey rule... Uh, what's going around the corner, but like what they do, what they're talking about is so. Um, if you do not know, if you if you ever like follow politics in the last couple of years, uh, Comey, James Comey was the FBI director, right? Um, when Trump took office, uh, now during Trump's tenure, um, Comey headed up a intelligence investigations on the election. Like it's just basically the beginning of when people were even doubting the election and were starting to figure out that Russia was tampering with it, you know, things like that. Um, well, uh, Trump, who demands loyalty, top to bottom, demands it wholeheartedly from everyone. Leo the Comey wasn't going to do anything to make that investigation go away, so he fired him. That's that's what happened. It's, I mean, it's politi- you could you could talk about it any way you want in political theater. It's exactly what happened. Um, and this TV show is going to be detailing that entire interaction, that entire incident from top to bottom. Uh, with two Oscar-worthy actors, and I am excited for that. And I'm also excited for Donald Trump to see an Oscar-worthy actor portray him in an honest-to-God yep. drama. It's going to be weird, too, because he is a TV star, and he's going to, yeah. you know, with The Apprentice and all that. And, yeah, like, man. that's what people knew him for. You know, some there's some generations who only knew him from, from The Apprentice and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, and then now, uh, now he gets to see himself on TV and... Uh, Dude, I really love this cat. Like, I was just looking. I did some research. It's like I, I was just kind of looking yeah. at skimming through some stuff. And the, the creator, um, he's a noteworthy guy. I mean, he he uh, he adapted the screenplay for the original Hunger Games, the the first one. Um, and then uh, after he got out of that genre, he uh, did the adapted screenplay for, uh, or he just did this. He wrote the screenplay for Captain Phillips, which oh uh, really. He, Captain Phillips, uh, you know, had a, a good a good amount of nods uh, at the uh, at the Oscars that For that sure. year. Oh yeah, I think it was 2013. And then um, after that, he wrote uh, Terminator: Dark Fate, Gemini <laughs> Man, Overlord. Uh, and then he did the Richard Jewell movie, well, which I really Overlord? liked. Overlord is a fantastic movie. It's so. Did you real... watch the? Oh, that, go ahead. Uh, Overlord is a real B movie Nazi movie. So if you're looking for some good like killing Nazi fun. I think you told me about it. Yeah, and that's it's what, such a good that's movie. What, yeah. Uh, I've heard really good things about it. But then he did that Richard Jewell movie about the bomber at the Olympics, the Atlanta bombing Olympics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, dude, it was really good. It had, um, uh, it, it it just, I don't know. It was written really well. And uh, he's, he's doing a Sinatra movie later on uh, in the coming years and uh, Don Quixote He's doing a Don Quixote uh, movie. He's doing yeah. a Don Quixote movie. He's doing he's he, like he, he's doing he he's did this. He did this, and then he's doing a Don Quixote movie. Yeah, he's adapting. 
he's writing he's the adaptation doing... though it's gonna be awesome Dude, I'm, like... I, I'm excited for this guy uh, and then like not to mention this the stellar cast that you were just mentioning uh jeff bridges i'm uh, sorry jeff bridges uh i don't know why i said jeff bridges jeff daniels Daniel. <laughs> jeff daniels uh dumb and dumber yeah, uh, but we don't know just from that. But he's he's great. Holly Hunter, who um, came back in that the show, the new HBO show, A Succession, which is really good. Yeah, uh, Michael Kelly, we like we love from um, Michael Kelly. We love from House of Cards. We were yeah. talking about earlier. Yeah, I actually got a he's a, he's in the trailer as well. Scoop McNary. I'm excited. I like to see, I'm just excited to see the portrayal of Trump in this. And just for sure and honestly just yeah. i'm excited I, I wish i would be i wish i was in the room when uh he watches this <laughs> for the first time and just sees what oh, people think of him don't worry it's gonna feel like that because you just, you just have to follow him on twitter and it's gonna feel like <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking true he's i'm definitely going for the fucking twitter rants uh next yeah. up uh a relic from our childhood is making a triumphant return g4 tv yes we are that nerdy <laughs> A, t- a yeah. television network completely made for video gamers was was taken down in in a in a in a glorious like completely smart move from a from an ancient television cons- uh, indust- uh, uh, company like destroy like stopping a television network that is completely about a part of the entertainment industry that has the most market share. You know how stupid that is to think that like. Like the 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 video game industry is literally billions of dollars, dude. It is like billions and billions and billions of dollars. It is it is far more profitable than any other aspect of the entire entertainment industry, man. And um, one of the biggest things about the G4 thing, uh, you know what? I'm actually gonna play the little video that they posted on Twitter. They like no one knew about that this was gonna happen at all, right? And they just really? like opened it up as a surprise on the on the ancient Twitter account. That was just sitting dormant for like a, like almost a, like five six years I think it's been since that channel like was on. Uh, like who remember that login? Like how do they remember? <laughs> like shit. Who created this password? Like can we forget password? <laughs> like still send it back to my email. Whose email did that go back to? <laughs> Dude, this is a cool video. I just want I want to play it real quick. Dude, my 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 fucking fifteen-year-old nerd heart melted so much when yep. I saw that, dude. I was like, hell yeah, man. You remember? You remember? You remember watching all the E3 coverage when you were a kid? Like, yeah. There was so much coverage, man. It was like better than like the Super Bowl coverage now. Yeah. Like it, it was 
it was exciting because you're like, oh man, they're gonna hit up the Xbox booth. Yeah. We get to see this. Like <laughs> Yeah, I remember the launch. It was like the first time like you could see it was like ESPN level like coverage of a launch of a new console generation. I think yep. it was the 360 dude from Xbox to 360. Yeah. I was dude, it was the most like like I, I wasn't really into sports, dude. I was into like like just news about video game stuff happening. Yeah. Uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, but like we just went from talking about that movie to newsroom. Newsroom had Olivia Munn. She yeah. formed. Me. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> it's the change. convergence, man. It's the convergence. That's right. Olivia Munn was on Newsroom with <laughs> Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels is playing Comey in the Comey role. Olivia Munn came from G four. Inception. It's, it's the convergence, man. It's the fucking convergence, man. It's UFOs, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Oh, we're gonna get to the UFOs. Okay, um, let's move to something a little bit more serious. Um, a little bit more, a <laughs> little bit less, a little, little bit less janky. Um, so yeah. Barack Obama. Spoke... The only person that we miss a little bit more than Olivia Munn in our hearts is. Barack Obama. Barack Obama, dude. Oh, man. Man, you remember, man. You remember. You remember having, you know, you remember, like, you know, when he would, uh, you had a president that would talk and, like, he would make you feel like he's at yeah. least trying to do something. He could just have a speech about going to the bathroom, and I felt like I watched <laughs> Martin Luther King give a speech. Yeah, dude. Like, it was just that good. <laughs> like, it was always the hand gesture. The hand gesture. Uh, I'm going to say it again. And uh, the voice, the, voice. the powerful voice. Uh, I do miss his uh, his definite just composure. His like the way he just delivers oratory. Uh, man, it's just like he's like not for not. He's just a good showman for sure. You know, like the the man knows how to deliver a speech, and he knows how oh, to yeah. deliver a speech about the moment. Um, and he definitely like shows those skills off here in droves. Um, I'm just gonna let the guy talk. Uh, we're just gonna let this run for a little bit while we listen to it right at, i'm at one at let's see right at minute i'm at right at two 20 minutes exactly all right you ready one two speech <laughs> we're willing to persevere he believed that in all of us there exists the capacity for great courage that in all of us there's a longing to do what's right that in all of us, there's a willingness to love all people and extend to them their God-given rights to dignity and respect. So many of us lose that sense. It's taught out of us. We we start feeling as if, in fact, we can't afford to extend kindness or decency to other people. That we're better off if we're above other people and looking down on them. And so often that's encouraged in our culture. But John always said, he always saw the best in us. And he never gave up. 
and never stopped speaking out because he saw the best in us. He believed in us even when we didn't believe in ourselves. And as a congressman, he didn't arrest. He kept getting himself arrested. <laughs> as an old man, he didn't sit out any fight. Sat in all night long on the floor of the United States Capitol. I know his staff was stressed. But the testing of his faith produced perseverance. He knew that the march is not over, that the race is not yet won, that we have not yet reached that blessed destination where we are judged by the content of our character. He knew from his own life that progress is fragile, that we have to be vigilant against the dark occurrence of this country's history, of our own history, with their whirlpools of violence and hatred and despair that can always rise again. Bull Connor may be gone, but today we witness with our own eyes police officers kneeling on the necks of black Americans. George Wallace may be gone, but we can witness our federal government sending agents to use tear gas and batons against peaceful demonstrators. We may no longer have to guess the number of jelly beans in a jar in order to cast a ballot. But even as we sit here, there are those in power who are doing their darndest to discourage people from voting by closing polling locations and targeting minorities and students with restrictive ID laws and attacking our voting rights with surgical precision, even undermining the Postal Service in the run-up to an election that's going to be dependent on mail-in ballots so people don't get sick. Now, I know this is a celebration of John's life. There are some who might say... I'm going to stop it there. Um, so, like... Great stuff, man. That last bit there, but yeah, uh, the last bit there is definitely pointing, I mean, a direct finger at, at right at Trump. I mean, this is the first time yep. Obama's ever really done anything to even remotely say anything retaliation, I mean, retaliatory towards the president. <laughs> um, Obama's always going to be a class act, man. Yeah. You know, like he's always going to be that. And like, I don't know if there's some unwritten rule that you're not... You know, one president shouldn't speak illy of another president. They're, they're, but... Yeah, most of them stay completely quiet. Completely like you were quiet. saying. Yeah. yeah, completely quiet, except for, like, actions that they take, right? So, like, so, um, for, for example, um, recently uh, it was reported and now widely known. This is widely known in all political circles. This is basically, this, this is 100% happening. George Bush, the last, pre George W. Bush, like, the last, 
9-11 president. Uh, uh, his super PAC, he's assigned the, uh, the, like, the only power he has anymore left in the world. He has assigned that entire power structure to try to go get Biden elected. Like, like, um... <clears throat> That is that that is that is insane. But he also doesn't say anything about Trump. He doesn't say anything about him, at all. But that action alone lets you know exactly how Bush feels about Trump, <laughs> right? And, well, I don't even remember. Like this is like a new this is a new low in the country to me. Is like I don't even remember. I remember when Bush was president. You know, we were we were around for that. And oh yeah. We might not have been so politically active, but oh that but that was when we started to be. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, 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 listening that and like changed. No us one said as people. He was, like, yes, but like no one said that, he was ruining America. They said we're like you know a lot of the quotes were were, were true quotes. Like you know we're we're in a war that we shouldn't be in. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. But nobody would ever say like nobody would ever fault him for everything and no. like and and like nobody would say like there right. would be those people who would still would say like well we can't like and and i would believe it like we can't just be pussies and sit be sitting around we we have to make sure that we hit first or else anybody can think they can take a bite out of us and like yeah. uh, you know i kind of agree with that too but yeah you know like the, he was in a very hard place to be and I see that, I see that now, especially a couple of years, you know, way, way past that. And, and he did a good job with what he had um, and the, the people he had around him, which weren't all the best people, but he did a good job. He was, just, uh, he, he, he did a really good job of exemplifying a leader and what a leader Trump, would do. at this point could have had anybody around him yeah. that he needed. Uh, he's he's tossed out all these people. Like as long as you bring bring on, if you exude leadership, if you exude it off of you in any way, shape, or form, at yep. least from the past, it it didn't matter what you did. You had most of your people on your side. Yeah. Right. And and, and, and there's no leadership being ex exuded right now. It's, like it's, none, it's none completely whatsoever. zero. It's completely zero. He's. Uh, like he's completely like out the door. He like the numbers came out about his golf trips. He's like uh, he's like gone to golf more than three times than any other president ever has, has ever done ever. Um, but um, you know, that alone points to the fact that there is a kind of a war being waged inside of the Republican Party right now. Um, like that little thing kind of signifies that. Uh, back to back to the speech that Obama just delivered. Um, one of shout out to uh, Carlos Chavez. Oh, what's up, Carlos? What's up, brother? I hope you're doing all right, man. Hope you're good, man. Yeah, you hang out one day. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the 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 biggest thing that that but back to what he was saying. Um, I I love like back again to the same message that John Lewis was trying to tout, and and the 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 same thing that we're trying to communicate, and I'm trying to communicate. Uh, you know, uh, it's about protesting and doing those actions and being in the shit like you gotta be in it you gotta like not you gotta not stand by but then you also have to be active in the political process you know you got to put pen to paper you have to action you have to actionably like show the resolve that you want and 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 voice what change you want with action and then you actually have to 
figure out who you're voting for, research the props that are going on in your, your, your area. You have to be active in the political process. That also yep. means making a podcast with your friend and talking about what's going on in the world. Like yeah. that yeah. is reaching two more people, you know, reaching two people is, is doing something. You know what I mean? A hundred percent, hundred percent. Look, and like, I don't ever tell that I'm a journalist or anything, but I read a whole heck of a lot and I don't listen to anything. I don't listen to any media for, at all. You know, it's just like, and I just, I think, you know, and it doesn't matter what, what political side you lean in that message. You know, it's, it's all about just whatever your political like ideologies are, whatever you stand, just, you know, go out there and just try to make your world happen. That's what this country's about. Like, you know, and I hate, I hate to get on a side tangent, yeah. but like, I think I might've said this like last week too, but you know, I, I was Fox. watching. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I saw somebody. Um, yeah. Hey, Miss Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw somebody like on my Facebook and they were totally, um, maybe, maybe I, I, I'm still friends with them just because I love, I love to see the propaganda they post, but you know, I understand they, they were totally, that. I understand. It's yeah, entertaining. Totally, it's entertaining sometimes. Yeah. And they were saying, you know, they were saying stuff like, uh, you know, government's taking away our freedoms by us wearing masks, all this stuff. But then they started spouting off all these other things. And I was just like, these are a lot of things that both sides can agree on. You're just, your news is portraying them as, as we're evil, we're Antifa, and like, no, we should, we want, you know, we want our rights to not be taken away. And I'm like, well, we, we also want the same rights. Like, we, we want all... all all yeah. of the rights. Yeah, that, that situation project. is so. Uh, I don't want to say it out loud, but like, it's just the division in that, like, like the 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 fact that the military straight up said we're not going to be used in a political process in any way, shape, or form, and we're not going to like you know they literally had to come out and say that they were not going to attack American citizens that they're part of the no. Constitution and they don't do that, and so you know like. Trump stopped using them and brought in his own, you know, we're, his own. We're not a two-party country. Like we might have a two-party system, but we have a lot you, we you know, have a lot more differences. This, I think, this whole whole country was made on people's differences. I think the biggest problem is the fact that people aren't engaged in the political process. I think that is a wholeheartedly that is 100% the problem. Most people don't care. Most people don't engage. Most people don't yep. actually use their vote and, you know, Decide on the things that they feel need to happen in the world or in our, in our country. Um, I think that's just, I think uh, this country has a lot of inaction. A lot of people yep. not like, and a big part of it is like, we, we make voting really hard to do. You got to figure out where you go. You got to make sure that you're registered to vote. They're closing polling places left and right. And it's, yep. it's, it's, a, it's, and it's, a, it's a disheartening thing that we're living in an environment where um, yeah, it, it's, it's really like it's like it's difficult to think about november if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna be one of those people that's gonna go out and vote this november like you're thinking about november and you're like what's gonna happen like we it's very unclear about what's like like how the safety measures are gonna be put in place i'll tell you this um if you're gonna vote in november get you an umbrella get you a camping chair because you're probably going to be waiting in line for a while, but it is it is your it, it is it is the duty. It is it is what is the most American thing to do. It is to vote. People have died to give you that right, and people are still dying right now for that right. Just just get a camping chair, get your buddies, 
get some masks, social distance, I don't know. Maybe, I, I just do, try so hard to do that. And in Texas, you can, you can early vote for like weeks. You can literally go for weeks in Texas. Like, like forget the day. Like, it's almost a month, probably. I don't know. It's a couple weeks. It's a couple. It's like three weeks. I don't know. But like, just, uh, just you know, get ready for it, guys. Like, we're all, we're all gonna have, we're gonna need each other. Vote, vote for anybody too. Like, I don't, you could vote for uh, what's Howie Hawkins? He's the Green I, Party. I don't, yeah. Texas. I like, <laughs> I, like I don't like, care what your political leanings are. I I would die. I would. I, I would fight for your right to say whatever the hell you want. And you can call me a snowflake all you want. I don't care. I, I would fight for your right to call me a fucking snowflake. I, I, like, I don't, I don't, like, that's, that's where I'm at here, right? That's what kind of person and, like, citizen I, I want to be. Like, you need help, get no poll. I don't care who you are. Just like. Is snowflake a bad term? Is snowflake a bad term? What's I don't a snowflake? know. I don't know. You ever heard that? That's a, it is a derogatory term coined by the alt-right to call any liberal that oh did you not know about that no but whatever right on um i think we yeah, need um, um, anything more on this subject yeah two two things like uh ballotpedia.org great starting point to any kind of research and vote411.com is also just uh is that dot com or dot org shit probably either probably both honestly 411.org 401.org okay and, and you just look up the ballot in your in your area and you really can get a sense of who's running what you know like some of their like some of their strong points and um gives you some information to make your uh your community stand on your issues for so. sure uh, and honestly if you look up some of these people that are like like you'll be able to find the ballot pretty easily on either one of these websites. It's not that hard. And then you can actually just Google. You, you won't need to like look into more than two or three pages of like maybe two paragraphs to see who these people are and what their actually stances are on a bunch of things. Um, yep. It's not that difficult. It really isn't. It's honestly the age of the internet. Like you can get into a lot of information to these people in a really condensed form. It's super easy. Yep. I don't know, just please. You probably find a lot of this information on Facebook. It might not be true, but like some of this information, sure. you know, look at the, sure. yeah. Oh, also, if you're looking up like like uh, articles about people in Texas, like specific candidates, look at the Texas Tribune. <laughs> the Texas Tribune is what I think is probably the best journalistic institution in Texas, um, at least for my opinion. <laughs> but you okay over there, Drew? You good? You good? You all right? You live? You with us? We need you for like the UFOs is coming up right now. You, you good? The... I think that's what scared me. <laughs> you good? You good, man? <laughs> you good? Oh my god! Are you <laughs> keep going, man. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna switch no, gears. No. We're gonna switch gears here. Uh, please vote. Please, please, just just try a little harder. I I implore you. I beg I beg of you, as a citizen to another, just vote. Please, <laughs> please, I'm... please vote. I just feel so strongly about going out and voting. <laughs> like, it's it's so you're 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 making Drew cry. I don't like, Voting's an dude, issue, man. It's such a it's such a Voting's we, an issue. We need to come together and vote. Just do it. I, you need help, Sorry. I'll help you. Yeah. Okay. Switching gears to a subject that is very near and dear to my heart. Another Story that my 15-year-old self that has that has been dreaming about UFOs 
and watching Joe Rogan like from seven years ago talk about the possibility, <laughs> like those those conspiracy theory mind young self of mine is just like crazy you know roar this and I I don't and honestly before we get into this new story I don't understand why people are not freaking out about this, it's tenable. <laughs> Look. What is are we talking like? about UFOs? Here? You're talking about UFOs. Yes, we are talking about real deal, 100. percent Because this is there really is scary. no disputing this. This is from the floors of Congress to the halls of the New York Times. It this is 100 percent like declassified proof of UFOs. Um, so to get into the article, uh, what actually happens? So what's happening right now? is our government is trying to go top to bottom to figure out what what where's our money going what what like how like billions and trillions of dollars are just you know going missing every year uh and one of these crusaders in our in our congress is a is a is a florida republican he's a florida man uh who is head of the intelligence committee and he has started a probe or the committee has started a probe into every and all types of apparatuses that the military is using and what that money is going to part of the probe has yielded uh some res- uh, uh declassifying documentation and reports that state that the naval intelligence has created a group to catalog instances of unidentified flying vehicles that have come into contact with um, fighter jets doing exercises. Now, the kind of a backstory on these videos, um, these were shot during, uh, these are in, in dashboard videos of fighter jets, fighter pilot, fighter jets that were doing exercises near naval bases. So I don't exercise, man. Yeah. <laughs> so part of these so these videos were declassified by naval intelligence last week no two weeks ago no it was last week last week but uh the reason they were declassified is because about two years ago a company headed up by and this is this sounds so like this is sounds so horrible but like it's so like it sounds like it's out of a movie um tom DeLong of blink 182 former yeah former former head head of blink 182 Tom DeLong uh, created a company. He's really into UFOs. Created a company specifically of the goal of declassifying and trying to find out evidence of UFOs in the government. Well, uh, his company yielded three videos, uh, and these three videos were released like two years ago. He was on Joe Rogan talking about them. Um, I know. I just really want to say that one of my favorite Blink One Eighty Two songs was <laughs> a song called "Aliens Exist." <laughs> Because it started out, it's like, hey, mom, there's something in my bedroom or my back room or something. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, this is, uh, it's like, I hope it's no, not crazy. Yeah, he is, love. he loves UFOs. Like, he has been in yeah. love with the UFO thing forever. Um, that was a great song. <laughs> um, so, like, these these videos were released, th- like, two years ago. Um, people have seen them. And then, two weeks ago, the Navy just straight up declassified them completely and they say quote uh the department of defense is releasing the videos in order to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage that has been circulating was real or whether or not there is more to the videos the aerial phenomenon observed 
in the videos remain characterized as unidentified. This is a quote from the U.S. Department of Defense <laughs> talking about some UFO videos released two years ago by a fucking front band of uh, Blink-182. Do you know how nuts that is? <laughs> Do you understand? Bring up the red light again. Like, that is the most craziest, like, Blink-182. How do you get from Blink-182 to a statement from the Department of Defense about UFOs? Like, it's, I, I can't believe, like, we're, like, it's, it's like a legitimate. I, this year's nuts, dude. Tom's, like, dreams are just coming true. I don't, like, yeah, dude, like, um, so let's watch some of these videos. So, again, context for these videos. Uh, these are in-dash videos of fighter pilots during exercises somewhere out in the ocean. Um, you're going to see the first video. Uh, this is actually a video of a guy, a, a, a fighter pilot, trying to lock on to an object that is moving at just an insane amount of speed. And when he locks on, he celebrates. He's like, this is amazing. And he's like, not even scared of it or anything. He's not trying to figure out what it is. He's just astonished. And then the next video is also going to be fighter jet, fighter pilots locking onto an object and being also astonished at what they're seeing. Um, so without further ado, <laughs> Blink-182 UFO videos declassified by the military last week. <laughs> back it up a little bit he's so excited no I took an auto train oh okay oh my gosh dude Fleet of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bro, going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Bro. Bro. I, I, I don't I love how... That's like, not an LNS though, is it? It's not. It is an LNS, dude. Well, if there's like a thing, it's right. Bro, like... I, like, I don't understand why people aren't freaking out about this, bro. Do you, do, are you, do you freaking out a little bit here? Like, this is concrete, 100% governmental proof that, look, at the minimum, at the minimum, at the minimum what this is, is, like, this is unidentified technology that we know from our best intelligence our adversaries don't have this technology. And, and like the biggest reason they say this is because of the way that these, 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 these vehicles are maneuvering. And you see how, how crazy? Do you hear how crazy those guys were going on, on the video, man? Like they were just going nuts. That's, that's my favorite part is like, like is how like, is how the, is how like loud, cause you know, when, when I was playing it on my, on my computer earlier, just to watch a preview of it, it was so loud because I didn't realize like how crazy they're like, they're like, what the blank is that? Like, what yeah. the hell is that? Like, you know, like with, they're just freaking out. Like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I'm glad you got it. And it went down. But like, what was that? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, sorry, 
sorry, the video just started playing randomly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, and then and then the second it's video. Probably UFOs, man. It's yeah, crazy. I, so like, so so at, at its basis, and what everything is saying here is that we have an organization, Enable Intelligence, to collect data on unidentified uh, vehicles, uh, aerial vehicles that have been spotted by uh, trading fighter jets. Um, and that this phenomenon has happened before and it's probably still happening because they're categorizing it. Um, and they're actually going to release more of this information in another committee meeting within the next month as well. And there's actually a whole bunch of other documents that are going to be declassified within the next couple months. Really? And, yeah. And, and um, it, another like big reason like these are crazy and that the reason these guys are freaking out is because this technology, that the way that these objects are moving, like these are fighter planes. So they, they've seen aerial. They know what, they know what, how humans can move in the sky yeah. with our best technology. These objects are apparently doing things that like literally like no, like it's defying the laws of physics in some way. <laughs> which is it's just nuts um but like part of the declassified uh documents that are it, it's in this article they state that uh there have been aerial crashes in america and you know when there's an aerial crash you always send off that debris for testing and there have been instances where some of this debris has been classified to be either a uh based on chemistry that no one has done or that we know of has done or had to have been made off world um these are just the only two conclusions it's that's not saying that it was made off world but it's saying that again according to our best intelligence our adversaries yeah. can't make these materials so maybe it's from somewhere out there yeah um, so from where like so could could another country make something new enough that the government wouldn't know about like i don't get how i mean even, I, I, at the end of the I don't day know, i don't know how to give an excuse to the government like you know yeah no yeah that's hard it's difficult but like uh i tell you this i trust the military more than i trust the government yeah, yeah. Uh, because the, the the military has they're they're like they will protect the people <laughs> like right uh they will protect like they're all about just protecting the people they're also about hiding things though i feel 100%, like I mean, but i mean this is i mean this is that's what we're talking about that that's why this is so nuts this is a clear shift of intelligence and i don't know if it's the climate they're in or just the, the like crazy nuts oh year 2020 is um this this, maybe both. this is conspiracy theories like or candleless dose yeah it's crazy <laughs> it's nuts man uh 2020 is 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 proving to be even more surprising and i i i don't know what the next few months have, but hey, <laughs> I'm still gonna be here in a year. <laughs> I, I liked it because earlier in the week you had posted, the, you know, you had posted the story, and you were just like, "The this is crazy," you know, like UFOs sighted, like you were trying to give information. Yeah. And then, like, I guess somebody else had shared it uh, also on my like news feed. Yeah. And all it said was, "Wait, what?" Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, no like, I, yeah like like this, this like there's a yeah. lot of shock going on with these and it's just yeah i can't believe i, I I'm, I'm with you man like i can't believe it's not generating more buzz than what it currently is it, I, yeah it's, it's, it's it, crazy it's just the product of the times that we're in we're just i mean all right like the the things that are happening on a day-to-day -day basis in this country are staggering
man. It, it yeah. is, if you're even just a little bit plugged in to what's happening, there is just a whirlwind of political actions and dealings and economic turmoil, ecological turmoil. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's even that. Even, it's it's uh, it's insane. It's nuts. I don't know. We're 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 in the. I don't know. Like those of us who have made it to this reality have either won or lost a crazy game. Um, I, I really would like to think that it was UFOs saying, "What the fuck's going on down there?" Yeah, this is a bad time. We should just come back another day. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> they just looked at like political climate, like. The, the, nah, I don't want to fuck with this guy. <laughs> no. What's the health, the overall health? Yeah, I don't want to get sick either. Ah, oh, man. Like, the humans these, have to figure out. Just like, the humans have gotta to figure go out. Back home. Yeah. It's not, like, they're thinking, even the aliens are thinking, it's not safe to be on this world right now. No. No, <laughs> the, the humans have to figure out their own stuff. Even though the humans can currently actually deal with everything that's happening right now, but they don't want to. <laughs> No, man, we like, uh, they, we, they, they need to figure that the humanity has some stuff to figure out before they're gonna walk around. They're gonna, before they're gonna show up. <laughs> yeah, don't, please don't. Aliens, if you're listening to us right now, dude, just stay away right now. We need some time to ourselves. Humanity yeah. needs a break from everything right now. We, yeah, we need to get healthy. We need to uh, work on ourselves right now. We, we will get sick. You heard me coughing earlier. Yeah. I'm gonna get you sick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to switch to the last subject of the night of the evening. And I'd like to think, like, I'm glad that the regular media has finally caught on to what, what was going on in Portland for the last almost 70, 80 days. Yes, it took too long. It but yes. took so long for people to realize what was going on there. I mean, this thing has been raging for months. Dude, yeah. and it's only like in the last three weeks that stuff has been really kind of blowing out there and people know what's going on. So last week we reported that Ted Wheeler, the mayor of Portland, got got completely covered in tear gas while he was taking questions from the crowd right in front of the federal building. Um, I think it's appropriate to kind of give an update to exactly what went down in Portland. So to set the scene here, the reason the things got out of hand in Portland uh, is because, yes, George Floyd protests was, were, were raging across the country. The thing about Portland, Oregon, just one real menial thing, honestly, uh, the federal courthouse is right next to the police precinct and what in one part of Portland. That, that's what happened. Um, Portland just has a real big liberal contingent, but it's also a deeply red state. Uh, uh, and... The fact that there were protests and the possibility of the police precinct taken, being taken down, coupled with the fact that there was federal jurisdiction right next to it, uh, is where things kind of got way out of hand. So first, there was a, there was a there was just a constant barrage of protesting for months between Portland citizens and the police department, and on July Fourth weekend. Donald Trump decided that it was appropriate to send in federal agents that were a hodgepodge of ICE, Border Patrol, and, and offshoots of federal command troops and things like that um, were sent into the city um, during Fourth of July weekend. Um, for 
you know, the guys who deal with what, what, what do you call it? Like domestic terrorists, right? Just like, domestic scourges. Like, and just, these are the guys yeah. meant to keep, these are the guys meant to get the, get possible insurgencies that are, or, or radicalized Americans and right. immigrants so, out of the So country. like mothers protesting, you know, like it's okay to. Yes. Know, yeah. Yeah. Them. So yeah, that, that's another thing that happened last week. A wall of yeah. mothers that were in Portland yeah. protesting um, the fact that tear gas hurts the female physiology in a specific way were tear gassed also the same weekend that the mayor of Portland was tear gassed cool. by federal agents. Also, by the way, what happened last week, the police department of Oregon said that they were out. They were like, nope. <laughs> We're out of here. We're we're done. We're good. So this was a hundred percent just federal agents versus Portland, and I'm like, okay. So if you're gonna talk about like what really happened here, um, the city of Portland went to siege with the federal agents, and that is no more exemplified by the fact that Ted Wheeler, the mayor of Portland, was tear cast with his constituency in his city. By federal agents, if like that is a clear, clear affront yeah. to federalism, which is a sidestep. I'm not gonna say the word. It's a movie. It's a Marvel movie where Iron Man and Captain America have a problem. <laughs> like, uh, and the fact that no one was really paying attention to that until last week is ridiculous to me. Um, yep. But good news. And important in the New York Times article here as well, headline, federal agents agree to withdraw from Portland with conditions. Okay. Uh, one of the biggest conditions is that, uh, is that um, basically Portland brings in a bunch of state cops to kind of fill the void of the, uh, of the federal agents who are leaving, leaving man. Um, which is crazy, right? Like, it took so much, man. Like, I don't know if you've seen the coverage. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I've got some stuff pulled up. There was riot ribs. Uh, yeah, you had the riot ribs where, and then like the, like just everything we mentioned last week. If you weren't like, you know, if yeah. you tuned in last week, like with the, the addicted, uh, like people addicted to tear gas. The people, or were begin- people were starting to get addicted to the tear gas, actually running into the tear gas because they liked it. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. I mean, like, that's insane, man. Like, what? Like, yeah, stuff like that. The fact that they were actually... It looks like a destruction. It looks like a war zone the whole time. Like, what's going on? Oh, it was nightly, man. It was nightly sieges with cops. Um, protesters actively creating phalanxes. Do you know what a phalanx is? Like, if you've, watched, if you've ever watched 300, phalanx is the maneuver by which people <laughs> bring together their shields yeah. and act as one shield to force back your, you know, your adversaries. Like they were nice. pulling that off last week. And like, and people were, were saying how like, they were amazed that the crowd were finally getting the failings right. Like it's, it's, dude, it was, it was just crazy. The amount of stuff that was going on there. Um, like they were blatantly like disobeying federal orders to stop using tear gas too. 
they were they were shooting munitions into crowds they were literally shoot there was literally a video of a guy just standing across the street from the federal building he was just standing there and got shot in the head by a less than lethal round and that oh dude gosh. almost died now have permanent brain damage it is ridiculous the stuff they were letting go on over there man um and i i, I think I think the biggest reason this is going down is because, I mean, I think Trump is just seeing his numbers decline like crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy. Uh, his numbers yeah. are real bad. Like He had to put a stop to it. I mean, like, I mean, yeah. it was obvious that you had to put a stop to it, but. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's. Yeah. He doesn't see that. <laughs> it's just completely nuts. It's crazy. I'm glad it's, I guess, ending. Kind of. I know. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Uh, we don't know what it looks like. Uh, as of right now, protests are still raging on right now. Uh, they're still going to be happening this weekend. Um, but they have, but the governor did state that, like, she wanted them gone several right. times in several ways. And, look, you have to, you have to listen in some, res- you have to listen to the sovereign, like, the sovereign nature of a state. Like, this is, you know, the federalist system does state that states have authority to do the things that are not explicitly stated that the government needs to do. Like there has a, you know, there's a sovereign nature there. Like if he didn't heed those calls, it is dude, like, I don't know what would happen, but like, I don't want to think about what happens. It's the word I don't want to say, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say what it could turn into, but like, that is clearly where we were headed. Um, yeah. And that's just like the whole Portland situation is what is exactly like that. Right. It's just a it's a small microcosm of what's happening in our government just coming together and just kind of like completely just like showing you the worst parts of what's happening and just like fever pitch. Man, I'm just glad it's uh, I'm glad it's shifting and changing. And man, I'm interested to see what happens, man. Like, I, I don't like I'm still a little uneasy about what's happening in the future. Um, but like I said, I'm going to be here next year yeah i mean we know like i'd like to see a better update come from this <laughs> like eventually but yeah uh like to know that people were okay up there but it's definitely um, a de-escalation yeah that's that's true and uh, you know things are gonna get I, I feel like um things politically are not getting better yet uh as a nation yet like i think i think we're just one one more thing from it getting even crazier yeah um look uh i mean the the truth is that we're all like if you're paying attention in any way shape or form you're looking at that date in november and you're looking yeah. at it and you're you're thinking a lot That's of things all you could do like yeah. um it could be bad it could be good it could be weird it could be not be weird it could be horrible it could be not it there's a lot of possibilities but like we're like there's a date with destiny in this country in november like, for real, like, we're, we're, we're running full steam ahead to something in November, and I don't know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what it feels like. I don't know what it what it's going to maybe be like. I know I'm going to do everything in my power to vote. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, it's not going to be that. I Like I said earlier, in Texas, you can vote for almost weeks. Um, get, or if you're going to wait till the last minute, get yourself a lawn chair. Get yourself a nice lawn chair. You get a yeah, book. If you want to go out on election day or, you know, on, uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. But 
get yourself a chair if you if you plan on it. If, and also mail-in mail -in voting in Texas is still a thing. Um, it just, just not everyone can do it. You have to be over a certain age. Right. But you can get a mail-in ballot, mail-in ballot, excuse me. Um, I believe it's 60, it could be 63 or 62. I forget the age. But if you're over a certain age, you can do 100% mail-in ballot. Also, you can do a mail-in ballot if you don't live in the state. <laughs> oh, just, really? That's pretty cool. I, yeah. Uh, but yes, please vote. <laughs> if there's anything... That, I, that if you've ever that if, you, if you're listening to this right now, I don't know. Like, please, if you take any message from any of this, please vote. Uh, try to do exercise your political ideas and tell people what you think. Um, yeah. I know we live in a climate that's real kind of, it's real kind of like uh, touchy and we're kind of hesitant to talk about what our politics are. Uh, um, but the truth of it is, is that in this country, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that, and don't mm -hmm. ever let anyone tell you that you you can't. Or don't ever, don't ever be in any way, shape, or form uh, hesitant to give anyone your political leaning. Yeah. I, I will never, like, and also understand that when you talk about politics on the social media, you're just inviting a conversation. Like, look, talking about politics doesn't just mean talking about it on social media. Right. It, it's true. I mean, like, like we were talking, discussing earlier about, like, my friend of mine. I was like, there, there's no reason why, like, there's obviously a reason why you know people from the other side are posting this you know like this liberal video and it's just to yeah. cause more hate and yeah. to cause more attention to themselves it's and to draw more attention to their side yeah it's just sensationalism on their side at this yeah. point and, and it's sensationalism on the left too there's like there, you, there, there's not one side doing the sensationalism they're both right. doing it MSM, msnbc and fox news are the same thing but they're just two separate fucking sides of the same coin it's they like, love the hypocrisy. They love the hypocrisy. They breed in it. They breed it. Fear is money. You make a lot of money on people being scared. They'll if yep. you scare people, they will watch you all of the time. Um, do you, like get like it's very easy to break yourself of that pattern. Just stop like social media isn't life. It's not the only form of way of talking and understanding the way that people are thinking and feeling and you know the wing and the things that they're doing in life. Um, there's other ways to do that. Talk to your friends. Talk to five of your friends. Like, actually yeah. talk to them. Don't just, like, breathe out in a loud voice on, on, on a post and just expect yeah. a conversation from that. Please talk to your people. Um, please. <laughs> Get off great. social media and talk to your people. Great, great. Yeah. It's a great thing to say. Like, just talk to four of your friends. Yeah. Tell them to wear masks. <laughs> Whatever. Tell, Tell them not to wear masks. Just talk to four of your friends. Whatever. Um, okay. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're still talking to us, thank you. Um, uh, one record I would recommend. Uh, definitely, uh, if you if you have a moment, uh, definitely uh, look up uh, a couple of really good journalism twitters or if you're or or or, or, or any good journalism institutions. Uh, one of the best ones is the Texas Tribune in Texas. They are one of the best, uh, in my opinion, uh, journalistic outfits in Texas. I love Texas Tribune. I like Tribune. I, I subscribe to their emails, so I, I see I see something from them every morning. It's yeah, great. yeah. Uh, and local local reporting is absolutely important. And also, uh, all my stuff is rndias.com, rndias89. I have a YouTube channel, rndias. Please, uh, podcast rndias show. It'd be great if you give me a follow. It's on everything. Thank you. Any, all right. Any last thing for you, Drew? Good. Oh uh, no, I'm good, man. Thank you for watching. Thank you. Yeah, sorry about my coughing earlier. <laughs>